0: Hello and welcome to Wicked Wednesdays, your weekly podcast on sex and sexuality, with an emphasis on BDSM, kink, and poly relationships. I'm your host, Wicked Fellow, and this week we're going to talk about BDSM breakups, breaking up a kink-based DS-style relationship. Before we get started, I want to send a very special thank you to our newest Patreons, who are Lucid, Cheyenne, Jay, Marie, Sean, Christiana, and Laura. Thank you guys very much. I really appreciate the support, especially as I've been absent for the better part of a month. An unexpected absence, but I've gotten a lot done in that time. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see that the studio looks a little bit different. I've actually completely redone the Wicked Ways studio, and this should help me be a lot more efficient which hopefully will mean that I can get podcasts out more frequently and more reliably. I know that's something you guys value, and I value it too. I really don't like missing a whole lot of episodes in a row, and I know it's been a bit since I've been here. That is how life goes sometimes. Katcha and I have been through a bit of the ringer, and we're not actually out of the woods yet. We have some continuing issues with our lease. We'll see. We might have to move again. Hopefully not, because that's a very significant endeavor for the both of us. We don't want to do that but with perfect timing as usual as soon as i got the new studio set up we got that news so we'll see rome was not built in a day and i can rebuild the studio wherever we go and hopefully without further interruption I'm also putting together a little studio tour for the Patreons. If you would like to become a Patreon subscriber and support the show, head to wickedfellow.com, which is our website and has all of our social media. The Patreon is there, and of course links to our adult sites are there as well. What little bit of adult content we have left up after yet another round of takedowns and re-verification problems. It is Difficult making a living as an independent porn producer these days, believe me. So, with all that out of the way, why do BDSM breakups differ from your regular vanilla breakup? Well, in some cases, they don't. Not all BDSM relationships have a very strong relationship component, if that makes sense. Sometimes you just have a play partner, sometimes you have a light connection with somebody, you get together, you play. And there's not a lot of relationship outside of that play space. And I've certainly had partners like that, people that I was friends with in my normal life, discovered that we had a shared interest in kink, and we also played together in a kink setting. But we didn't really have a kink relationship. They were not necessarily my sub, not really a formalized dom-sub relationship, but they would play a sub on occasion. You know, that isn't really a relationship that would necessitate a breakup. If we ended up moving apart and didn't play together anymore, there wasn't a whole lot going into that. So some BDSM relationships are incredibly deep and rich and formal, just like a marriage or a long-term commitment to another person would be. And then there's everything in between, you know. BDSM relationships frequently mirror vanilla relationships and real-world relationships. So a lot of what I talked about in the last episode, when it comes to communication and being very empathetic and understanding and generous with your partner during a breakup, all that applies to a BDSM-style relationship. However, there are some crucial differences that I wanted to talk about, and that's why I thought they deserved their own episode. So when you have a strong, dominant, submissive relationship, when there is a very clear-cut power exchange relationship, that requires an extra level of care above and beyond what I would expect in a vanilla peer-to-peer relationship. If I'm in a relationship with someone, it's not working out, and we decide to part ways, it's not really my responsibility to guide, care, and manage that person through the breakup i should be supportive i should be generous and empathetic with them absolutely but it's not my job to manage them in the breakup i feel like in a ds relationship there is a responsibility on the dom the power part of that relationship to help guide and manage the sub through it that's part of the responsibility of being a dom i think And you know, how does that work? What does that look like if the Dom has decided that the relationship isn't working, if the Dom has, you know, communicated with the sub and they've reached an impasse or the Dom realizes that the sub is not happy and they don't have a way of making them happy or changing the way that they do kink play or BDSM play that will necessarily suit the sub. I do believe they have a responsibility to kind of gently wind down that relationship give the sub a soft landing pad very much like aftercare and that's kind of what this is it's relationship aftercare the sub can feel very vulnerable and very confused and afraid and it can be very difficult for them to be let go from a DS relationship that can be a very strong feeling of failure for them and that can really affect their self-confidence and as we've talked about before kind of one of the hallmarks of being a sub is they don't tend to be super self-confident it doesn't mean that subs can't be confident i try not to speak in absolutes but one characteristic of being subservient is you don't have a lot of that you know i am the greatest i can take on the world mentality that we expect from a dominant type personality so it can be very difficult if your dom decides that the relationship isn't working you can feel very lost and afraid and rudderless directionless you don't know where you're going you're afraid that you don't know how to make the jump to a new relationship etc and that's where the dom in relationship aftercare should help with that the dom should give you support and encouragement throughout that time as you're winding down the relationship sometimes If you have a very formal ds relationship there might be some kind of contract between the two of you and that contract has to be dissolved and again these are not legal contracts these are between two people and when i've had relationships like that when i've had a formal ds relationship where i had a contract with my sub and we had a very clearly defined but very formal ds relationship if it came time for that relationship to end i would write them a letter you know formally releasing them and then it was absolutely part of my job to help them get through that to be there for them and give them advice and counsel and comfort as they transitioned out of that relationship now not all DS relationships are going to require that amount of DS relationship aftercare but some do and I have frequently spoken to subs that their Dom ended the relationship abruptly and it really crushed them they did not feel like they knew how to move forward to the next hour let alone the next week in the next month and year and I think that as a Dom you do have that responsibility one of the things that I really expect about Doms is to place that sub first to really be sub focused and take care of the sub because that's part of the power exchange you know it's not just you have this plaything that runs and gets your slippers for you but you don't owe them anything the Dom owes the sub service in the same way the sub owes the Dom service those services may look very different you may not be running and fetching slippers for your sub you might that might be part of your fun and play and that's fine but the service that is owed is that leadership it is that care in a relationship And a lot of doms don't want to put in the time and the effort, especially at the end of a relationship. You know, maybe things didn't go well and there are hard feelings. That doesn't mean you get to stop being a dom. That doesn't mean you get to abandon your dom responsibilities because you might be upset with this person. You do owe it to them as a dom to be a good dom and help them. If they don't want that help, that's fine. That is their responsibility and they can choose not to have any further interaction with you. But as a dom, it's very important that you are there to help them through that breakup if they need that. You know, what can cause a BDSM relationship to dissolve, to fall apart? The same things that can affect any relationship, obviously. You know, perhaps somebody has to move. Perhaps there's a life shift. Perhaps there is some external force that is going to break the relationship apart. That happens to all of us. And sometimes DS relationships can become long-distance, but sometimes they can't, just like regular relationships. That's often a very difficult trial in any relationship to go from being in close proximity to moving to other parts of the country or a different part of the state. It can be very difficult to maintain a relationship. Not impossible, but it can be difficult. But just like a regular relationship, sometimes those feelings you had for the person diminish And you want to move apart because you just don't have that strong feeling. You're not having fun in the relationship anymore. It's not fulfilling to you anymore. You want to go in a different direction. Or you've realized that the way you want to play doesn't match with the way that your partner wants to play. And in a DS relationship where you have that strong power dynamic, obviously there's always the temptation from the dom side to say, This is the way we play and you're going to learn to play this way and you're going to enjoy playing this way. That can work. That can be exciting for a sub if they're the right type of sub for that. Some subs are not going to adapt to that. Some subs are going to feel very misused if you try to force your style of play onto them and they don't like that. We've had many episodes about how important it is for subs to stand up for themselves and say... I don't want to play this way this isn't fun for me that can be very difficult for subs and I believe it's the Dom's responsibility to pay close attention to that to make sure that what you're doing in the play space what you're doing in the relationship works for both of you it's very easy to fall into complacency as a Dom because you're the boss you say what's right and in a good DS relationship that can be very electric and exciting but it can cross a line where it's no longer fun for the sub, where being told what to do against what they really want to do is no longer thrilling. And doms need to pay close attention to that. Subs, don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to let your dom know this isn't working for me. But when I put this question to the Patreon community, one of the responses I got was about pausing a DS relationship. And I'm really glad that they brought that up because that is a very common thing and i did not think to include it in this but it really does fit because often in a relationship that we feel like needs to end what would really help that relationship and perhaps preserve that relationship is a pause one thing that i know i felt as a dom and i've received input from other subs and doms about this is you can get very overwhelmed sometimes as a dom the responsibilities of your own life can become so great that you no longer have the capacity to take good care of a subservient and that playtime, that relationship that you have that normally is a great enriching fulfilling part of your life can start to feel like a burden can start to feel like a responsibility that you can't manage and on one side you may feel like you know what this isn't working anymore i need to get out of this relationship that may be. That may be the best solution for you. However, consider taking a pause. Consider putting that relationship on hold and seeing if you can get back to equilibrium. Now, one very important thing I wanted to talk about that pause is that it's very important to let your sub know how long that pause will be, because an indefinite suspension, an indeterminate amount of time, can be really anxiety producing for a sub if you say i want to take a break for a while and in your mind you're thinking a couple months or a couple weeks make sure you express that make sure you tell them look let's take a break for a month i'm really overwhelmed at work right now i know that i'm not being a very good dom to you and right now i don't have the capacity for this responsibility and i know i'm falling down on the job i'm not giving you assignments i'm not paying as much attention to you as i would like to And that's making me feel additional pressure in my life that is only exacerbating the situation. You know, explain to them why you want to take a pause and explain to them how long you think that pause will be. Give them a set date to reassess. Otherwise, a sub can really fall into anxiety of, is this the end? Will we ever get back together? This is really scary. It can be scary even with an end date, but without an end date, it can be terrifying so be sure to include that decide how long you want to break for pick a date to sit down and reassess and do that follow through with it if after a month you're feeling refreshed and you've actually missed that interaction that you've had and you've got your life back on track and you can be a good dom again tell them that if after a month you realize that you know what i don't miss this relationship this in hindsight I wasn't enjoying it as much as I thought I was. I don't necessarily want to renew this relationship. That can be a moment of clarity. And sometimes that pause can be that moment of clarity. You might be surprised to find that your sub also feels the same way. When you come to reassess, they may say, hey, you know what? I thought I was gonna be really missing this and desperate for this relationship that we had, but it turns out I'm okay without it. And I've actually gone a different direction that is entirely possible but add the pause into your arsenal of relationship problem solving tricks you know add that pause in there let that be an alternative to keeping the relationship or breaking the relationship off add the third of let's take a break for a little bit and mean it but you know going back to what may break apart a bdsm relationship It can be any reason that a regular relationship might break up or no reason whatsoever. You just don't enjoy it anymore. And from the dom side, if you're not enjoying yourself, your sub's going to pick up on that. That's going to make them feel bad. It's going to make them feel like they are failing to be a good sub. And if that's not the case, if it's not a situation where you two have a problem and it's something you have not been able to resolve via communication and lessons and trying to work with that sub and making the relationship what you hoped it would be, if that's not working and you're unhappy in the relationship, part of the responsibility of being a good Dom is saying, this isn't working and we're going to separate. Being aware that that can be very difficult and traumatic for your sub, helping them through that, that's all part of being a good Dom. That's the kind of good Dom behavior I expect. Now let's look at it from the sub side so on the sub side of a bdsm relationship you know obviously there tends to be that power dynamic there tends to be the one person is in charge and the other person follows their lead that can be especially problematic if it comes down to the sub feeling like it's not working and they want out of the relationship there can be a lot of fear there there can be a very difficult time addressing that problem with their dominant and we've talked before about You want to play a certain way, and you don't feel like your dom is open to that. You've talked to them about it, but they don't seem interested in that play style. That's absolutely their right, just like it's your right to refuse a play style that they want to do. You know, I understand how those power dynamics work. Subs frequently feel like they don't have that agency. They don't have that ability to steer the relationship in a way that makes them feel good. Sometimes they're afraid of topping from the bottom or being a bad sub or etc. I know that Katja, for example, she really likes it when I make the decisions. She likes it when I say where we're going to go and what direction we're going to head. That makes her feel good. It's a lot of anxiety for her when I ask her, where do you want to go? How do you want to play this? Is this what you want to do? Her innate response is, well, I just want to do what you want to do. I get that. That's part of our DS dynamic. Not everybody is like that. And even in our DS dynamic, it's very important to me that even though I have the steering wheel, I have the control over where we go, I'm paying close attention to Kasha to make sure that she's enjoying that journey as well. Because she'll do it no matter what. She will absolutely do whatever I say to do, even if it's something she really doesn't want to. And I know a lot of DS relationships work that way. So it is your job as a dom to make sure you're being a good leader in that respect. On the sub side, you know, you are in a relationship. It's not fulfilling to you. It's not making you happy. You've tried communicating with your dom about the things that make you unhappy and it's not working. They don't want to change or it's something they have acknowledged in the relationship, but they do not want to change that thing. It may be time to get out of that relationship. You should never, in any DS relationship, be afraid to leave a relationship. And when I say be afraid, I'm not talking about, I don't know what comes next. I don't know if I'll be able to find a new partner, etc. That's not the kind of fear I'm talking about. I'm talking directly about, I'm afraid if I tell my dom that I want out of this relationship, they will punish me for it, or they might hurt me for it that is a huge red flag that you're in a bad relationship you're in a toxic relationship a dangerous relationship that fear should never come from how your Dom will react we've talked about red flags and BDSM relationships before it didn't occur to me to add that if you feel like you'd be in danger by leaving the relationship you should not be in that relationship And I do understand that that can be a catch-22 situation. You're afraid to leave the relationship, and that's why you're not leaving the relationship. I get that. You know, that's the kind of territory that we get into when we talk about really abusive dom behaviors. Doms that will say things like, if you leave me, you'll never find someone to look after you again. No one can take care of you like I can take care of you. That kind of thing. You know, that exists in vanilla relationships, of course. It exists in DS relationships too. And it's a very bad sign because they're wrong. You will absolutely find other people that care for you and want to be with you. You will absolutely find other people that may not only take care of you as well as that Dom did, but that person may do a much better job. It is definitely a Dom thing, and I understand it, to feel like, no one else in the world can do a better job at something than you can. That is kind of a dom tendency. And a wise dom will understand that it's not true. There are other people in the world that are better at what you do than you are. There's always a bigger fish. There's always someone that's better suited. And you have to accept that and you have to understand that. Often when doms say things like that, it's actually kind of an insecurity and fear response. They don't want to lose that submissive. They don't want to feel like they have failed that submissive. And that's something I've definitely struggled with. I've been in DS relationships where I held on as long as I possibly could because I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to feel like I wasn't able to be a successful Dom with this person. And that is kind of a toxic trait. You should, fight for a relationship sometimes relationships take a lot of work and struggle and you really have to fight your way through it but winning at all costs holding on to the bitter end despite all the signs around you showing you that the relationship is not working and it's not good for either of you that's something you have to learn and accept so be aware of that tendency as a dom as a sub always be watching out for that don't let a Dom tell you if you leave me no one will ever take care of you like I can you'll never find another Dom again why would anybody want someone as worthless as you those really toxic and negative things that's a bad sign so when I'm talking about being afraid of leaving a relationship that's where I'm headed The natural fear of what comes next, that's something that you have to accept and understand anytime you leave a situation that you're currently in, that you're comfortable in, that ballast that you have of this is known and whatever comes next is unknown. And the unknown can be frightening. Absolutely. But if the known is making you unhappy, if the known is not working for you, the unknown at least has the possibility of being better for you. So you're a submissive and you're in a relationship with a dom and you've, after long consideration, realized that you want out of the relationship. You no longer want to be in that relationship. How do you broach that topic with your dom? If you have a good, open, communicative relationship, it should not be difficult. Just tell them. Explain how you feel. Be open to them if they are taken aback by it or taken by surprise by you wanting to leave. They may have felt like things were going well and you know usually in that open communicative relationship that I'm talking about it shouldn't be a surprise but it might be you might have had a change of heart that they were not aware of ideal if you have that good communication that open back and forth and respectful communication with each other it shouldn't be a surprise that one of you would like to end the relationship If communication is difficult between you, if communication may be the reason that you don't feel fulfilled in the relationship anymore, that may be more difficult. It may be the kind of situation where writing them a letter might help. A lot of times in face-to-face communication conversation, one person can feel shut down by the other person, and that frequently happens in a dom and sub situation where... One person will try to say something and they're immediately interrupted. They're told that that's not how they feel or that's not how things are, etc. Sometimes text communication, sometimes writing a letter, can allow you to get your thoughts out there and make sure that your entire thought is heard. Make sure that everything you have to say and the feelings associated with it can come out together. Or the kind of communication where you have to think on the fly and talk spontaneously can be very difficult for some people and the opportunity to sit down with pen and paper or a keyboard and really put their thoughts out there read them over realize that that's not what they meant to say or that it doesn't convey everything that they're trying to express go back and try again that can be much easier for someone than sitting down face to face and trying to do it live as it were So I would recommend that if communication is difficult for you, it might be time to move to text. Now, I'm not saying just send your dom a text saying, see you later, I'm out. That may not be the best way to end a relationship. But when I say text, I mean a formal letter, something that is, dear sir, dear ma'am, this is how I feel. That can also act as a good reference point for eventual communication if you do have a sit down talk with each other. It's good to have that letter. It's good to have that thing that you can fall back on and say, you know, I put a lot of work into explaining myself clearly here. Now we can talk about the rest of it. You know, The end of a BDSM relationship can have all the feelings associated with a regular relationship breakup. There can be heartbreak, there can be bad feelings, there can be antagonism between the two people or more people. All that stuff can come along with the BDSM breakup In addition, there can be those additional, this person was my dom, this person was my sub. We had a really special thing. We had something above and beyond a vanilla relationship. I definitely understand that. You know, do understand, keep in mind that life keeps going forward. That thing that you thought would never be replaced, that you could never get back, is usually not true. As you move on in your life, You frequently realize that that thing you thought you could not live without, you can live without just fine. In fact, you found something better. Not always. Sometimes we have relationships that we regret to the end of our days, but that is how life works and we have to accept that. We have to understand that moving forward sometimes means loss, that living, putting ourselves out there is risky. Sometimes we take a risk and we succeed and sometimes we end up getting hurt. That is part of life. You know, if you never take those risks, you might be able to prevent yourself from getting hurt. But what are you gaining as far as a rich lived life? Sometimes you got to get out there and make that risk. Leaving a DS relationship can feel very risky. But if it's making you unhappy, communication isn't working, you guys have reached an impasse, it's time to move on. And that is perfectly okay. On the subject of BDSM breakups... I am going to have an episode about missing stairs and missing stairs is the phenomenon of you were in a relationship with someone in a BDSM fashion. They broke your consent. They did something wrong in a kink setting. They did something dangerous or hurtful. And we're not talking about forgetting flowers on your birthday. We mean you said no spanking. They spanked you anyway. You said use protection. They did not use protection. That kind of bad behavior, not the, I forgot your birthday kind of behavior. I am going to talk about that with Katja and possibly some other people in the kink community because it's a real phenomenon where we don't tend to believe victims. Victims often get attacked when they come forward. And that allows bad actors to become serial abusers within the kink community. It's a big problem. I don't necessarily have a solution for it. I do encourage people that have been in situations like that to speak up. However, who do you speak up to? How do you speak up? How does that work? I'm going to have an entire episode devoted to that because it's a very important topic. But, you know, be aware that I am aware of this situation. I am going to talk about that. I don't have the wherewithal to do a good job explaining all the facets involved in that here. So we'll keep this to something I do know quite a bit about, which is how to survive a BDSM breakup. So, for both Doms and subs you know BDSM breakups happen they happen just as frequently and for the same reasons often that vanilla relationships break up and you get through it you work through it from the Dom side and the sub side perhaps you take a bit of time off perhaps you don't rush into the very next thing you see I know that especially on the sub side that can be a real issue Subs can tend to feel kind of lost and directionless and alone without a dom. And when they leave a relationship, they can tend to seek out the next relationship as soon as possible. The first relationship that comes up may not be the best relationship for them, especially if they're reeling from the hurt and pain and disappointment of the dissolution of a relationship. So I would advise taking some time, having some self-assessment, Hopefully, as I talked about in the first part of the conversation, your Dom will help you through that time. Your Dom will be there, you know, even if it's just someone to talk to and help you through that rough patch. I feel like that's good Dom behavior. I feel like if people can separate as friends, that's a good thing. But no matter how you come out of the relationship, take a little bit of time to assess. Make sure that you don't run headlong into the next relationship and end up in a worse relationship take your time. The BDSM scene is big. There's a lot of people. And hopefully you can find the person that really works with you and makes you feel good and you make them feel good. And you give me those calls like a certain Patreon caller I have that cannot contain how happy they are because they're in an amazing BDSM-DS relationship. And I love getting those calls. I wish they were the majority, but... When i get them it's awesome so shout out to you i'm very happy for you and i always look forward to hearing about how well your bdsm life is going it really is encouraging to me since this is a relationship podcast i'm frequently talking about problems and i don't want it to come across as if the bdsm world is just fraught with danger and bad feelings and problems it's not it's certainly not any more than the vanilla world is but this is a relationship and advice podcast, so I tend to talk about things that need solving, things that are issues in these relationships. So yeah, keep all that in mind. Most of the time, things work out just fine. Sometimes they don't, and sometimes relationships come apart. If you have any questions or comments, things that you want to send in to me, please do. My website is wickedfellow.com. You can also reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter both of those sites are linked at my website. As I said in the beginning, I am very glad to be back. I have missed this and I have a lot of stuff I want to talk to you guys about. Lack of content is not my problem. Lack of time, that has been a huge issue. But hopefully things are settled down and that little pause that I took will allow me to get back in here and really produce the kind of content you guys expect. Look forward to seeing you next week. Keep those questions and comments coming. I really appreciate those and remember consent is king take very good care of each other and i'll see you next week